Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I'm here in Stockholm, Sweden. I actually have a stabilizer for my phone. So I thought I'd do a, a quick video on something that I saw that was kind of interesting. I'm not at the actual museum now, but I went to this place called the Vasa Museum, which is this museum which is constructed around this ship, this warship that was created, this huge warship, and it actually sunk on its maiden voyage. In fact, it got like 500 feet from shore and then immediately sunk. It it's kind of tragic. 18 people died. It was uh, this huge, and it was a huge, massive ship. I mean, taking up the size of an entire building. Uh, but I thought this was kind of interesting, not, not just from a historical perspective, but just from the idea of of what what can happen. It was I thought it was a good reminder of entrepreneurship and and what can happen as an entrepreneur and how you know you can spend a lot of time working on something and then it ultimately fail the the day that you launch it. Now, fortunately, I haven't had too many of those experiences as an entrepreneur. At least not nothing the size of this ship, but I've definitely had minor experiences. So, uh, just to give you some background on that ship, it was constructed. I think it they started construction in 19 or uh, 1916, was it 1965? No, it was, uh, 16, 1625, and then uh, and then they finished it in 1628, and that's when it made its its maiden voyage. I don't know why I was thinking 19. That would be kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, anyway, 1625 to 1628. So basically what they did was spend three years building this ship, this huge, massive ship. Uh, if you go into the museum, there's all this ornamentation from like Greek gods. Like they've got this cool Hercules statue, the Baroque style uh, type of of decoration, all these symbols on the masthead and, and all of these like uh, all this all this art that they put into this, all this really care in this construction. Then if you can imagine spending three years constructing this ship, you know, 
procuring all these artists to do this this fine work on the on the artistry in the ship you know all the all the things that that go into constructing a, a seaworthy vessel and then as soon as you're ready for this maiden voyage as soon as you're ready to to embark you've tested everything you've done everything to the best of your ability uh, you go out you know 500 feet from shore and then uh, the the ship keels to the to the left and all water comes running into the the cannon ports and you're done you're you're pretty much just done in like you know 15 minutes you're at the bottom of the ocean so i thought that was kind of cool <laughs> just kind of interesting uh check it out if you haven't you know do a, a google search and you can find out more history on it but uh just from an entrepreneurial perspective if you think about it right, that's that's sort of the risk that you're taking. A lot of people have asked me. Uh, I, I've talked about you know being an entrepreneur and just some of the, the the reasons why that you have to be pretty pretty tolerant of risk is because you know honestly like when you do something like that when you when you embark upon uh, an entrepreneurial venture, there's a really good chance that you're going to end up with uh, with a sunken ship 500 uh, feet from shore. You know if you you can spend a whole mo whole bunch of time working on something, right? For those of you that are thinking about, you know, creating some kind of software, and uh, you've got this great idea for some product that you want to create, uh, think about, you know, just just know in your head that that there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee of success, you know. And that's why, for a lot of people, you know, entrepreneurship might not actually be for you. Uh, it might be better to just get a regular job because when you have a regular job, uh, you're going to get a paycheck, you, and you know you're going to get a paycheck. But when you're an entrepreneur, you could you could be literally be building a ship for three years, spending a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort in that, and then end up uh, just having it sink about, you know, it, as soon as you launch, launch the thing. So then the other thing about this is you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for multiple times that this is gonna happen, right? There's, there's a lot of different type of business ventures that I've been in, involved in that did not work out very well, right? Nothing that I really, you know, spent three years of my life building and then have it spectacularly fail, but certainly things that I've spent a couple of weeks on, a couple of months on, uh, you know, things that I invested a lot of time and money and then it actually ended up costing me more money uh, in, in the end. So you just have to be prepared for that and you have to give yourself, you know, the best thing I'd say if you are interested, even after this, this horror story, is that you have to give yourself enough time and enough tries in order to learn and to get lucky to some degree because some of it, I mean, if you think about it, with that Vasa ship, right? Everyone tried to blame, they tried to blame the shipbuilder, right? And then they tried to blame the king and they tried to like figure out, like everyone who sees that and goes into the museum says, oh, well, they must not have listened to the architect or they must have changed his plans or the king must have wanted more cannons. And if you look up the history of it, that's not true. They investigate all those things and none of those things are true. Everything was done perfectly, as, as perfectly as they could, right? The architect who, who came up with the design for the ship uh, designed it, it wasn't trying to cut corners the builders of the ship weren't trying to cut corners the king wasn't trying to push his way right it's it's just you know every and, and this is the thing is you got to think about this as well is why do people try to do that why is the first reaction that people have when they go into that Vasa museum uh, you know myself included and uh, and everyone I was with what why do they try to find some reason for this, right? Someone to blame, some reason why this happened. Oh, someone cut corners, someone made a mistake, someone didn't listen. Uh, because it's scary to think that you can do everything right 
and still fail miserably, right? And that you, there's no way you could have seen it coming. You, you always want to find some kind of reason, some kind of way uh, to explain why something bad happens. But sometimes, you know, it's there's nothing. There's nothing to explain. You do everything right, everything goes wrong. And that's, that's just the life of, of an entrepreneur. All right. Well, if you like this video, if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you click that subscribe button. You'll see my all of my trips. I'm going to be tra traveling through Europe. I'm going to be hitting a bunch of different locations. And uh, I'll be doing videos uh, from, from all those spots. So make sure you click that subscribe button and click the bell uh, so that you don't miss any of the videos that I do here as I'm traveling Europe. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.